Yo, well, yeah, my boy. That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic ish and more. Yo, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic ish and more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They doing past political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit. Like, Mark Ali mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Yo, yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half-baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic-ish and more. Yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' dust in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard they doing past the political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit. Like, my girl ain't mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cause jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. The God. I don't know what path you may be leading me on. I just pray that when I get to my destination that you keep my mind on your own. I pray that I'll never forget my Lord and save you through the bad and especially through the good. You the reason we stand healthy today. In Jesus' name I pray. You can go on, hit it. Maria said it was coming up sideways.
I turn it on up. We back on another episode of Ethnic Ish and More, episode number 83, The Experience. Yeah. Now, y'all going to figure out, I mean, you pretty should already know why we have that as the name of the episode today. Clearly evident we got some folks in the building that we hey, give you. Hey, the studio you. is this is this our biggest show. Hell yeah. Okay. I think it's this is the biggest show I've had. It's preparing since. us for next week when the, when the studio going to be like oh yeah, we got stupid. HBCU hat. alumni episode next week. Uh, we going to have people all sitting back there, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to be, gonna be uh, we got the, this this was the this was the lesson. We like, oh shit, we got to do all this. Prerequisite, man. We got Lincoln in the building. Yes, sir. We got UU Oh, you, you. Wow, we got the blue tigers in the house. In the building, man. I see you. I see you. So look, man, if y'all saw them two first videos that we kicked the show off with, shout out to D-Lo Mickey with Sticky Notes and my dog Retro Champ with Lord Have Mercy. Mm. Make sure y'all follow both of them on both of their social medias. Uh, look up their music. D-Lo Mickey and Retro Champ once again. So... Per usual, I like to welcome all y'all ashy asses back. <laughs> Fucking with us, man. For 83 weeks straight. 83 y'all long been here just weeks. as long as me. I call my show the Postal Show. Rain, sleet, or snow, I'm in this hole. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna always be here as long as I, that's all I got COVID. But I can do that at the crib. Then. Hey, well, look, we gonna hey, we gonna zoom the shit out that episode. Yeah, well, you it can still be done regardless. We just won't be with the normal background. But look, man, I appreciate y'all, per usual, always listening. Make sure y'all catch us on ethnicissuemore.com, mycitymymusic.com. You can listen on Spreaker, which is our main source. And if you can't catch it the day of, you can go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeart, and 50 Love Mother Ones that I never remember the name to, but I know we on there because I checked one night. So we in this thing. Make sure y'all tap in. Now, I want to clap it up. Five Say your name, what you do at the shop, and anything you, if you want to tell somebody else. Let them know we don't want y'all gotta get y'all zodiac signs, none of that shit. Unless it's what you're trying to do, you may find a boo watching this show if you ain't got one. So, so yeah, we're gonna start Virgo, from this side. And my name is Passmaster. Oh, yeah. The Passmaster. You didn't hear that shit. I said Virgo, and my name oh. is Passmaster. That's like an intro. Hey, that's got to hit that. It's like an intro to an R&B album. You gotta hit that shit. Old school. Yeah, radio lady say like, hey. I just want to give a shout out to Charlene, uh, baby. I'm sorry, and please come home. I, I know she was in your bed, but you didn't have to cut me like that, baby. Listen, I've been speaking about Charlene never came home. Hey, I'm gonna ask Charlene. Charlene, she had to come home after all this goddamn time. No, no, he made a song, a follow-up song yeah. after that. I think she didn't come home. Goddamn, I Charlene. Some type of interview. I'm gonna look it up. I always goddamn, Charlene. For Anthony Hamilton because he pleaded his motherfucking heart out. Hey. So we gonna start right here in the red. Uh, what? Oh, we start she which told one? Me to start there. Start on this way. All right. Go, ladies she, first. She like show play that. Man, somebody got to talk. goddammit. it. So who want to talk? Right here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we gonna start in the middle branch. Y'all got that. What's up, everybody? This is Nim Dior, also known as April. I am the nail technician. I do manicures, pedicures, anything you want with the nails, anything dealing with the feet. I'm your girl. Dope. Okay. 
Let's go right here. Oh, next. I'm exclusive styles by Vanessa. I do braids, sewing, quick weave, whatever you need, whatever you want. I got you. Mm. I'll let you, girl. <laughs> next up. <laughs> My name is Kalila the Barber. I go by Shiny. Jizzle. <laughs> and Jizzle <laughs> for the shop. Um, I am a female barber. I specialize in all types of textures of hair. Okay. Well, I am Eli <laughs> the Barber. Um, you know, it's in the name, Barber. I specialize in cutting hair. Um, I am a Capricorn too. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? I'm Beetle Barber, and I specialize in whatever the hell you need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Heavy cuts, man. I specialize in barbering. And let's get this show on the road, man. Uh, hey, cool. man. I like that. Hey. I can already tell. That's what's up, man. So, look, before we dive all into our interview, yeah. I got a little other tidbits of the show that we normally do. We all, I don't even know what week it is because we ain't been doing this since the beginning. But our numerology corner for number 83. A lot of people are in the numbers and different meanings standing behind them. So, the number 83 is giving you communication that you have the unqualified help and encouragement from the spirit animals and the divine forces. They recognize and appreciate the constructive selections and decisions you have employed. You have been able to accomplish your desires and are able to attain the riches and affluence in your life. They are prompting you to use your personal skills and capabilities to reap the benefits of your hard work. Bruh. That speaks right there. Yeah. I, feel, I told you every week I feel like it leads to how I feel that week and where I'm trying to go with my life. That, that, the conversation we had earlier about another opportunity, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It, 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 really, it really resonates with the talents that you have and able to use those talents for doing what you really want to do in life. Versus what you might do on the daily. You know what I'm saying? That should be everybody go. Everybody Man. got some form of a talent. Not everybody yeah. want to work for themselves. Exactly. It is a lot of work. True. But you got some type of a talent. Don't let that shit go to waste. Yeah. Don't let it die out because you never know whether that, your side hustle fuck around and make you more money than your real job. Okay. Hey, that, you know you know what's crazy? Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, t- Jim Carrey said he gave a speech at a graduation. He said his dad would have been an amazing comedian. But he was scared. Yeah. So he settled for the safe job and was an accountant and he hated the job. He was like, all I had to do was ask the universe, I want to be a, commu- a comedian. I want to be that guy. And he asked and it came. You know what I'm saying? He put the work in. But really, look at what his dad could have accomplished if he just 
trusted the process and t- jumped out on faith and, and worked for himself. You know what I'm saying? That's the key word is jumping out on faith. Oh, yeah. Because it's so hard. Like, I just quit my job two months ago because I knew what I wanted to do. And I knew that they was taking up too much of my time. And But it was nerve-wracking leading up to that point. And it's still nerve-wracking today, even though I'm still kind of moving in the right direction. You may not feel you move, and that's people's problem. They want everything to happen immediately. It don't work like that. It's a one in probably a million-plus chance that whatever you want to do is going to happen your first try is going to happen perfectly immediately. Mm -hmm. But you got to take that time. You got to take the L's that come with it because that help build the character through your process. And every process is not the same. Just focus on your path, what you're doing. Don't worry about other people in the midst of that. And stay steadfast and focused. And you're going to get to where you're going. Facts. And if you do fail, as long as you failed on your accord, then it's cool. It's not a failure for real. I'd rather fail because I did. Then just fail because I ain't trying. Well, that's a lesson. That's a lesson. No, like, I always said, if I won, if I won the lottery, I ain't going to know how I feel. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to spend the money. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. I'm going to spend the money. But if I worked and got my millions from working for it, you you get a different feel for it. You know what I'm saying? So that that to me that's important, bro. Like, yeah, I made this happen. Yeah. Off of my due diligence, my hard work versus well, shit, I just pulled up at the gas station and bought a two dollar ticket. Now the excitement for Nico's gonna still be the same. Hell yeah. Uh, I'ma still do nigga shit for a good week or two. Yeah. Cause we were sitting talking about what we're gonna do when we win the lottery. I got a lot of nigga shit I gotta get off my chest mm-hmm. before I can do the professional stuff. Okay. And if I win the multi millions, you can't spend all of that money outside of giving it away. And you should invest it, whether it's real estate, stocks, however you do it to make Not sure. Not the wrong real estate, that's T Pain about that. But a good million, two dollars? Yeah, I think I'm gonna buy that shit. I'm gonna prove like a little flip video where he spent a million in a day. Yeah. I'm gonna do that shit. Like, why not? Because I got it. But after that, it's figure out how to make the rest of that money work for you. Because don't nobody want to get up every day clocking in for somebody else that ain't got. Now, it's different when you clocking for a job because you can actually enjoy it. Like it's me. in your field. It's your like passion. Me. It's, don't feel, it's not a yeah. job no more at that no, point. It's, it's, it's a mission then. But I used it's to, a mission. When you wake up and just sit at the edge of your bed like, fuck. Mm-hmm. I do not feel like going up in here today. No, I had them days too, Did but that. it's still a mission though. Yeah, I used to get that shit every day. Them goddamn kids, I'll be like, I oh. my, my sick days start over in January. My shit be gone by the end of February. Because I be so tired. I'm coming to the plate. Hell yeah. I'm sitting like, damn, nigga, you ran through all of them. Hey, a lot of people don't. be sick, not one of them. So when I'm sick, now I'm in here coughing and still working and shit. Hey, they don't realize the pandemic was actually a help for some people. It was. It was. It, like, you know, imagine having to, like, get up and be like, you know what? All I got to do is go in the other room. Yeah. That drive. You don't know how many times you get on your way to work. You be like, man, fuck this job. I called <laughs> off in the parking lot. Yeah. You know, I drove 20 minutes, sat in the parking lot, said, hey, kiss my black ass today. Yeah. And straight called in sick and turned around and went home. I used to, I used to drive to work crying. Mm. See? After I had my baby, I would go to work crying. Like, I really did not work. That, and that's not a feeling. Yeah. Nobody should have. If I'm going to be sad to be here, at least make the compensation worth it. I'm in here slaving to still be struggling. I'm rather struggling on my own than to be giving you eight to ten hours of my day, and I'm still working check to check. Hey, when you see that check, hey, I, I teach high school, boy. When my students get their first check, they come in there and they be like, "Hey, hey, you told us taxes, but goddamn, do they got to take all of this?" I'm like, "Shit, you wait, no." I had a kid tell me, "I'm 15. Why they taking Social Security? I ain't gonna be old for a long ass time." 
I said, yeah. I used to look at this shit. To this day, I was looking at that shit like, man, I don't believe me that. I don't plan on working that long. And the mess up shit is. Wait, look, the mess up shit is everybody paying the social security now? That shit ain't going to be there when we get old. Shit, you paying social security now? They saying 2034, that shit's done. Send that bitch up. Don't let me get my social security money out of paying. I'm finna send that bitch up. They, they, think, they thought they saw a ride capital on June 6th, on January 6th. Tell Boy, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finna keep going in. I'm putting them in. Wow. Hey. So, so, so my, my little thing here, I love sports. That's my thing. As a matter of fact, shout out to the fact that tomorrow this time, a nigga gonna be on the beach. Man, man meet all out. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, your boy's going to be on the beach in Miami getting ready for Florida A&M and Jackson State. Shout out to Dion. Shout out to the J State and the fam. You alums. It's going down. Black college football is in the building. And speaking of football, we got black sports players with the number 83. Hall of Famer Andre Reed from the, new, from the NFL Buffalo Bills. Now, he played for the Buffalo Bills when they was – kind of winning like they was winning the they nfc the they was winning the afc and then they go to the super bowl for like four five years in a row and get their ass beat damn cowboys they ain't with cowboys ain't one since then we ain't gonna talk about that ain't no cowboys fans in here is it i ain't no cow- <laughs> hey that's what they do they be like hey man back in the day we used to kill them yeah nigga that was like 50 years ago okay Second most receptions in the Super Bowl game with 27. And the third most receiving yards in the Super Bowl history with 323 yards in the game. God damn it. And it's crazy. That don't sound like a lot. But, I'm like, but you know what? No, nah, that's 323 yards like in Super Like he didn't play it in four Super Bowls. Super Bowl. So, yeah. yeah I, hey, you know what? That's not, but that's not that bad. Beyond anybody, I mean, single, like regular game, how many people get more than that in a game? No, nobody gets 300 some yards in the game. Like, so. But the fact that if you play in one game, and you get 100-plus yards, that's big. Yeah. That's big. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got an old student right now. He at Alabama he getting ready for opening weekend against Miami. And he played right here in St. Louis at, uh, at a high school. I ain't going to say the name because I don't want nobody to know me like that. Um, <laughs> but, hell, he, he only had, like, one or two 100-yard games in his high school career. And he ended up going to Ohio State first, and now he at Bama. Like me, like you at old state, yeah. My, my boy had like thirty offers coming out of high school. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, he, shout out to the hometown, my boy, my boy Jamison Williams is gonna be starting at Alabama this weekend. Number one, I think is his number. So shout out to him. Good luck against Miami, though. I need y'all to win. You know, for my betting purposes. I get too crazy with it. I can't bet on the NBA. I can't bet on shit I don't watch. I don't watch the See, N- NBA and NFL. Bet on the NBA, so NBA because that's all I watch for real. That shit will never come through. But we got a team in the house. Hey, wait, look. I purposely was like, I ain't getting no cut this week because I want to see which water gonna tell me like, hey, come see me. Like, I got a little time tomorrow before I catch a flight. Be like, hey, come see me. I got you. What time you fly? Shit, like one. You know, I'm a, and I'm staying on South Beach, my nigga. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop that bag off, what? take my shirt off, take them shoes off, and I'm gonna walk straight across the street. Hell yeah, whole weekend socks and flip flops. Hell yeah, that's all I'm wearing. They get like I said. I told I told somebody today. Hey, don't be afraid to be fat, man. It's good. It's getting cold outside in a minute. Hey, girls. Hey, girls want big boys because they they know they gonna eat good. They gonna be warm. Shit. I'm trying to talk, tell my girl to tell on other people. She's like, man, he ain't got no 
Right. <laughs> Mark. It's crazy because you never heard that shit back in the day. Everybody all that, all yeah. Big old you, said, you had your few select few. And she be not more and more women I see now. Like, well, shit, you ain't got to have a six pack and all that. I just want you to have a belly. Right. <laughs> hey, I saw a thing. A chick, a chick said she don't want nobody, but like she had sang one of them little songs. And she was like, if you ain't got stretch marks, I don't want you. I said, shit, girl, let me show you some. Shit, we can do tiger stripes together. Shit. I'm just telling you. Hey, hey, my two guys right here kind of skinny. They like, shit, I don't even feel right right now. He like, I don't even. Hey, hey, my hey, my nigga right. Hey, hey, hold up though. My guy Eli, you be wearing hoodies in the summer. Okay. I, that tells me right there. Do y'all niggas really be that cold? Like, do y'all be cold or y'all just like that motherfucker hoodie that bad? No, I just like it. Okay. Hey, 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 they, these, these niggas got the extra strength deodorant. I be counting the steps. <laughs> I be counting the steps from the time I see them to where they go. I'm like, you gonna fall the fuck out, bro? It's 100 degrees. You got a whole hoodie and jeans set on. Hey. With. Sleeves on in the summertime, it's heroin nappies. So <laughs> I used to be wondering if niggas was doing good. Right. Until I talked to somebody, it's like, nah, bro. One nigga told me he be cold. I'm like, bro, it's, it's 90 degrees. You're not cold. Okay. Like, dude, I understand, Mine. man. Iron deficiency, all that shit, nigga. You is not that cold <laughs> in 90 degree weather. Hey. I put all my shit up. When it started getting about 75. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I, hey, I brought all the hoodies upstairs yesterday. Yeah, yeah, some the worst thing is like you being Greek and you go to homecoming and shit and you put that jacket on, that jacket got a whole lining on the inside. You be like this. Niggas be like, hey, send out the stroll. Nah, nigga, I'm going to be sweating, bro. I can't even do that. My cold like that. I thought it was thin until I touched the inside. I was in that in a t-shirt. And it was like fucking 50 degrees. Hell yeah. I'm like, bro, I can't do that. So, but the experience. Man, we got a whole team in this motherfucker. Hey, wait, look, hold on. Is this somebody on the team that's not here? Damn, wait, look. Hey, somebody, they got somebody that's not even here right now. Hey, y'all, they, y'all, when COVID hit, y'all be like, hey, everybody got to wait in the car, right? Yeah. Damn, he was like this. Nigga, I'm just getting in line with shot. Hey, hey. hey, that was the worst part about barbershop, though, when COVID hit, because the whole sitting and talking and kicking it is the yeah. whole purpose yeah. of the shop. Yeah. You hear motherfuckers like, talk crazy, you be like, going. yeah. To be in that motherfucker, you be like, damn, bro, it's just me and this bitch. Why? You got so many questions. The combo for your barber and shit, you be like, Like I, I low key used to love Saturdays because when I when I grew up watching college sports, my dad would take me to the barbershop. and then all I, I got hurt I got my hair cut like an old man's spot with my dad for a long time, and 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 the old man would be watching the game, and you have to be careful, you have to be careful because motherfucker be lining you up, and it's a big play happen. Next thing you know, you got a part, you got a whole part in your shit. Like, oh damn, and I only know that because that shit happened to me. <laughs> My, n- my nigga, was, my nigga was lining me up right here. He was like, "Boom!" And something big happened. Nigga was like, "Hey!" My dad, my dad was like, "Oh, you're moving, nephew. You're moving." Right. <laughs>
and we gotta talk about barbershop etiquette too while we're here sometime today. Yes, please. Like niggas. Yes, yeah, there's some barbershop hey, etiquette that dudes, need to go down. If you got a male barber, do not put your arm on the motherfucking armrest. This armrest does not belong <laughs> to you. Tuck your motherfucking arms in, hold your hands. <laughs> Dude, I used to be sitting in that motherfucker like this. Because hey. I'd be damn somebody thigh me, nuts, or anything, <laughs> rub across my elbow. Hell yeah. Because now y'all in a whole different But space. hold up, though. <laughs> hold up. <laughs> I tried a female barber, though, and I felt like I was, uh, like, abusing the privilege. Like, I'm like, shit, she ain't got no. But then, like, that thigh me, you sitting there like this. Damn, like, she is kind of thick in the motherfucker. Like, next thing you know, you like, well, shit, let me go ahead and shoot my shot. And well, she can fuck your whole game up right now. Pisces, uh, like, long walks through the projects. <laughs> so, look, let our listeners know, we got all y'all names, a little about yourself and kind of what you do. Whoever wants to speak. Like, let us know about the business. Like, how y'all come, how'd y'all come how together? How y'all come together? How did you bring everybody to the experience? Like, is this a team? Who's the owner? So so like how did how did you get to the point where this became your squad? Well, uh, I said I always said So how how long has the experience been around? Ten months. Ten months. Oh, so this is new. Mm-hmm. This is new. So like, obviously, when you start a business, there's a big financial risk, right? So like, how how are well? I ain't gonna ask you because you you gonna give me the the. Per- how is he as like a like a boss? Or how is he as like a a leader for the team? He's not a boss. Mm. He's not. Um, He is definitely a leader. Um, he 
treats us he treats us equally. I mean, when I say equal, as his equal, mm. like he, he he doesn't act as if he's better than us, mm-hmm. and he doesn't down us. I mean, like the best boss I have ever worked for. Dope. But I want he 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 he, he really doesn't even like being, being on the spot. Mm. Being labeled as a boss, he don't like that because hmm. he figured you know we're all a team. You know, all this works together. If, 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 if he wasn't here, it wouldn't work. If she wasn't here, it would work. I mean, you know, but we're we're just, we're a family, Dope. to be honest. I, hey, I'm going to tell you, it's a picture you need to get and hang it up in the shop. It might be there already because the type of leader you are, it already showing me. That picture that UCLA player hold no hold no boy head up. You know what I'm saying? That that what she just described to me, that's all automatically what I thought. Like, damn. Like, person who ain't held up in the NBA right now. Yeah. Almost the other part. I think the other dude may have got drafted too. He played for uh, Boston, I think. No, that, that that to me, that's what when I, I was like, that's what that's what I think of like a leader who is like, you know what, we gonna do this together. I got you. Keep your head up. That's fire though, because just like we was talking about working for somebody else, that's usually the issue with jobs. It don't ever really be the job; it's your management, mm-hmm. whoever run the job. Because depending on their position, they make you feel less than, or they don't put in no type of work. But somebody on the ground working with you just as much as you are. And making you feel equal, it make it a pleasure to go work in their establishment. Yeah. So I mean, how long has each of y'all kind of been in like this profession? I started young. I started young. Right. Very young. I was probably like 14th grade, my first tenth of month. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like you the second person I, my, uh, my homeboy I went to college with, Jarnell. I just seen him this past weekend. He started cutting hair in the second grade. Like, straight picked up a clippers, testing out on his homeboys. And that's, and that's all it was. We was all, for everything he wanted to do, like, lucky about something, he started cutting hair. I was past the test dummy phase. But it was like, tat- he do art, so tattoos. This is test dummy. My, I got four, five tattoos. My first tattoo from John Nell was this one. We said, I got it in the dorms at Lincoln. With a single needle. I was in there for, it was the longest and most painful tattoo I ever had. Because a single needle, you got to go over so many times to get your lines right. Longest, I'm talking about, I got portrait, all type of shit. But now, and it's cold. But it's the same with Barbara. Like, he had to talk to all his friends' mamas. Like, hey, can I please... <laughs> on your kids. You know, mamas, especially if you're a single mother, you you in particular about how your child hair gonna look. Yeah. Look, see, but you had them friends that was like, fuck it. They like, you did your hair? Right. You gonna do mine? Okay. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. So how long have you had the rest of y'all? How long you been doing what y'all been doing? Um, I started when I was younger. Um, my mom was taking me to her every two weeks. She was visiting her child. Then I met John. So I was right there with her. Um, I say in 2012, that's when I went for a private college. And mm. everybody's doing her. I'm like, how can I stand out? Everybody doing her. We have to learn nails. So I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and pick up some nails. I I might ask you to do my nails because my wife won't let me go to the little nail shop by the house for no more. Cause, cause we went. She was like, "Well, let's go get pedicures for her birthday." I was like, "Ben, let's go." And she was like, she was sitting there, and the lady goes, "You have cute feet for mine." And I said, "Oh, well, thank you." And my wife was like, "Nah, bitch, he mine." I was like, "But she didn't even say nothing though. She just said I had cute feet." Hey, she was, you have cute feet for mine. I said, 
Hell yeah. Hey, I show, I show pointed that motherfucker toe like. You see that calf muscle, baby? You gotta do that shit like Myra hey. or Mars when uh, Gina had the fucking. Song. <laughs> you, gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta get in there like this. <laughs> shit. So yeah, I, I, I rock with that. My sister nail tech. So I, be, I, I, I didn't understand how much work went into it until I started paying attention. And that could be a whole day thing. Like, you gotta have hands like a surgeon. Man, like the steadiness to be able to push little shit. I've seen so many cool drawn out designs on nails. I'm like, bro, what are you painting with? No, I didn't so realize how much. I didn't realize how much pain. I want to say this: if anybody that's listening, you get your nails done, getting your nails done at the local nail salons and getting it done the correct way are two different things. Mm. So you could be going to this nail salon for years, and you think how they doing your nails is correct. No. Do the shit hurt? Cause like when when certain people do my like I, I got like a hang nail and then I'd be like or cuticles or something. I'm like I'm like hey nah man I'm good I just let it stay. <laughs> I know that hurt mother I hurt like a mother but I keep I keep it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, mm. So yeah, everybody kind of go down the line. We got y'all too. How long y'all kind of been doing what you been doing? I've been doing her since I was nine years old. Mm. Ten plus years. Damn. Yeah. But you don't mind you don't mind, mind me asking, how old are you? Damn. Hey. Hey, you know what? Hey, that's dope. Cause nineteen, like you probably graduated high school like last year, the year before. And you got a career. This is something that's gonna be there forever. Nineteen, nigga, I ain't know what I was gonna do with my life. Like facts. Yeah, and you can say to yourself, it's not, you don't need to go to college, you don't need to do all of this because you know yeah. what you wanna do. Once you lock in at that age, your life gonna be so much easier going forward because you be like, man, shit, I ain't gotta go to college. Yeah. I ain't gotta do all this yeah. shit. I know what I want to. If I ever wanted to get a business, I kind of been under this realm for so long, and I know what it takes to kind of make it happen. That's what's up, bro. Slim. I've been doing her since I was eight, braiding them, braiding my granddad's hair, mm-hmm. putting weed, putting <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. First time I seen my granny without her wig. I thought that was her shit. All the years, I caught in the kitchen doing her insulin and straight D'Angelo brain. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked me up. I'm like, I'll sit the pants. What you looking at? I'm like, nothing, Grandma. Why your shit look like that for one? Like, your shit fucked up. Man. So then, how long you been with? I've been doing it since 2019. Okay. That's what's up, man. So y- y'all got some, exper- some experience. Like, <laughs> shit. That's dope, because y'all get to learn from people who've been doing it for years. Yeah. Y'all, and to have somebody that's been doing it since sixth grade to say, game change like that, you're doing it. Yeah. That can show you in the right direction and path for what y'all trying to do. Mm-hmm. So, look, I know it takes a lot as far as y'all schooling to get the professional License so come. What kind of all goes into that to obtain your licensing so you can do this without having any issues? Mm-hmm. How many hours that required? Man, it's a lot of barbers out here that don't have that little piece of paper on the wall. <laughs> you, get it. you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of bar. I'm being real. It's a lot of barbers out here that don't have that piece of paper on the wall. But they don't understand the science behind that shit. Shut all your shit. But I feel like it's worth going to it because. They teach you how to cut more styles of hair than you used to cut. Mm-hmm. So if you only used to cut black people hair, you go to school and teach you how to cut white people hair. Right. Think about how much more money you can bring in. Mm-hmm. Change the texture, but it's not, it's not even just that. 
it's the science behind it. Like, like you you look in somebody's head and, and you get to cutting. You cut my hair and then you cut somebody's hair that got ringworms or some shit. And then you go to cut the or lice and you start cutting the next person's hair. Look what you just did. You know what I'm saying? You ain't know how to properly clean all this stuff. I I ain't know until I like I saw like what I asked Keith one day. I said, "Hey man, what these licenses mean?" He said, "Man, you don't understand. When you go to cosmetology school, all the stuff you learn." Really makes you a jack of all trades. Yeah, because yeah, they teach you more than just yeah. what you coming in there for. Mm. Yeah. Niggas like, bro, if I want to do hair, I do hair. I just don't want to do that shit. Might sell people in high school. literally have to learn anatomy. Yeah. Mm. Listen, you might as well learn all those skills. Why you sell people in high school? Because you got no hair follicles and all that stuff. And then you have to fucking braids. What causes the hair to come out? So I've been wondering this my whole life, right? I've been wondering this my whole life. How hard is it to like? Because I, I know from my, my aunt being a beautician for thirty plus years that when when people pass away, they call you in to do hair. Like, how tough is that? It depends mm. on the situation or how the person died. I've always wondered because I'm thinking, like, you the barber that come cut hair on the beautician. Do, like, are they laying on this table? Are they propped? Oh my god! Like you normally used to. Like, I'm in this motherfucker the whole I'm too goofy for that for one. Yeah. So I'm being that motherfucker tweaking the whole time just staring. So, like, look, hello? Yeah. That's my whole thing. So that nigga hair is what it's gonna be. Y'all better close this bitch. No, once that body is embalmed, it's not moving no more. Because they don't call you in until. It's embalmed. Okay. So like you're not you're not touching a body that probably still got active nerves no, and everything like that. No, you touching a body that's you you the last they thing before it go in the casket. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But you gotta be in the it, right hair. It got them closed. Yeah. It got them closed and everything. You just doing her and makeup. Okay. Everybody ain't got the right hair space to no. go in there. If you have to be strong minded. Yeah. I'm the one. So, so I so what was the most difficult thing in starting this? Because it's ten months in. What was the most difficult thing? Obviously, COVID played a role in that. But what was the most difficult thing about Yeah. Mm. Keeping myself going. Because there was days like, because I was working at the shop, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. While I was opening my shop. So it was days that I go to work at 5 in the morning and I don't go home until the next day because I leave the shop, go to work on mine all night. Mm. So it was like, man, tired. Tired. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just to get so back up at 5. It took a lot of praying. Yeah. You know what That's I'm saying? All right. And, you know, my wife, she, she, she really kept me motivated and pushed me. Because those times, man, I was just like, man, what the hell am I doing? Like, did I, did I make the right decision? Mind you, I had just got married. Mm. I went from half for a wedding straight to opening the shop. Young, young, young people, if you're not married, that's an expensive and that's an expensive thing to do. This, this, this little thing right here, the most expensive thing I ever done. You start, you don't. You don't think stuff expensive till you start counting all that money that you didn't pay. Venues yeah, expensive as hell. That's what's up though. He was there from the beginning. 
Mm. So, so G Money, you can't fuck this up. You can't fuck this up, G Money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, ne- hey, hey, I am, I am my brother's my keeper. Brother's you know what I'm saying? So you can't fuck this up. You've been there since the beginning. Yeah. When y'all fifty, y'all gotta rock this out still. No, you know, and 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 hey, so like in starting a business, just as much as it was, you know, the different impediments that came from like, uh, damn COVID and all the other shit. Was there like some legit haters that was like, nah, you ain't gonna be, you ain't gonna build, you ain't gonna build this. Mm. But everything come with haters. If you're doing what you're supposed to do, everybody got something to say. One, either because they in your position and don't want to see you do better, mm-hmm. or they wish they was in your position and don't know how to Stay get there. Mm. And I hate that shit because I'm one of the people, when people hit me up about podcasts and shit, video shit, I'm like, bro, especially if I see you doing something, I have no problem with giving you whatever knowledge I got. Now, if you up and coming, but I see you trying to learn, I get it. But it'd be the random people be like, oh, well. How you do this? And I look, you ain't put no effort in one. Well, we can sit down for a cost. Yeah. At that point. Because yeah. if you're not going to put your own due diligence in, why would I give you any game that I got? Mm-hmm. I don't have no problem with giving free game. I ain't got it all yet. But if you asking me, you clearly think I got enough. But if you're not going to put your own work, there's so many people that want the glitz and the glam, mm-hmm. but they skip that whole part. I ask people about the process. I don't want to know what happened after once you made it. Nigga, tell me what you did to get to what you made it. Tell me your obstacles, your hurdles, so I can see what to either get around or to prepare myself for. So, as, as, as y'all a team, y'all a family, you say. Like, what's been the what's been the best and worst? So, give me, like, somebody give me the best, somebody give me the worst. What's been the best experience, you know, dealing in these last 10 months? And what's what's been the hardest thing? What's been the most trial that you went through while building this this brand and this, and this business? Mm. And we started in the beginning oh, when the pandemic. That was hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was rough. Like, it was times we were there and we just sat. Mind you, we opened at 5 in the morning. Mm. That's clutch. Y'all before work type thing? That's though, because think about it. You Shit. Know, you're trying to get a cut. And you like, bro. Hey, ho, y'all open tomorrow at 5 in the morning? Yes. Hey, I need somebody for the spot. I did. Hey, I, you got to give me. I'm going to Miami. That they gonna get the man me, but I need this to be right too. You, somebody book me. Shit. That's fire though because one, all the times I've been in the barbershop, I've never heard of nobody being open there early unless you was like, well, bro, I usually start at this time. But if you pay me an extra, so and so will come open there early. But to think about the people, it's hard to get scheduled between the eight. So maybe one hey, phone. On, I might need to no six o'clock. Somebody is. might ha- ain't had their coffee in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, gotta, I gotta let you get all your shit. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> cut somebody <laughs> else before you cut me. Nigga might still be half sleep, like. Yeah, that more cause shit. That's five o'clock. Hand be a little shaky and shit. Nobody coming at five in the morning. I'm in here kind of chilling. Unless somebody books, and you know you got to. But that's fine though for somebody to book you at five. That means you woke up at four something for me. Yeah. You trust my skills to get up at four in the morning. Yeah, get up, check Facebook and all that shit, TikTok and all <laughs> that. Well, that too, I'm just saying. That's the automatic. That's automatic. Like, when you get there thinking of the time a normal barber's gonna be there, I'm like, damn, bro, we gonna get it. I'll be here about 11 or 12. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, spend your whole day at the barbershop. Come on, shit, by that time, I'm gonna get you on, bro. Man. So, look, I gotta, damn, I'm trying to think of the question. I had it before we went to the other. I'll come back to it. So, What's the most common misconception about your job? 
Yeah, in each of y'all professions. Yeah. What do people think you gonna do? That is like, bro, you don't. We don't either do that or it's not in the cost of what you normally gonna pay. Because I know black people. Black people gonna try to get the most bang for their buck. Yeah. yeah. As always. No one ain't grown. No one ain't grown. Man, I ain't know what the book was. You know you ain't 12. Trying to say that little 15. 62. You like, oh, nigga, you got a whole beard with gray in it. What are you talking about? Little Mikey, you graduated school three years ago. Little Mikey, just because your mama called you that. Fam, what are you doing? That's crazy. Or they'll book a... For example, 11 o'clock and show up at 9 o'clock, like, you know your appointment at 11. Come on now. This other they they think they can jump somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they finna they come in early. and be like, okay, I'm early. <laughs> nah, it don't work like that. <laughs> so how do y'all feel about, because I heard it from other bar, because I know a lot of people with the whole, you used to sit and just going in the barbershop, sitting. I was so happy when people started doing appointments. Because oh, yeah. I hated that sitting in there for two hours. Yeah. By the time I get a haircut, I damn it don't work. Right. But now I come in at the time I know I'm going to be. I may wait a few minutes depending on how long the person in front of me. Right. So how often do y'all deal with people that book something and they just don't show up? Like, how much is that? A, like, because now they missed out. Okay, see, so y'all got the What's system set up right yeah. there. So what do y'all, what, do y'all use the app? Y'all the system yeah. set up right. Because some people don't have it set up where they missed out. Now you got one, two times to do that. I'm like, no, nigga. If you do this, X amount of dollars is coming up off your shit. Mm. Because I have a no guy on your feet. Yeah. Mm. Shit, because. And like, yeah. So if you do a no car no show and you're at an appointment, I don't, it doesn't matter if you're, Twenty five dollar lineup. You're going to get charged a hundred dollars. Mm. That'll make a motherfucker oh, show. Hey, hey, nigga, be like, hey, mama gonna be like, hey, see, I gotta, hey, there's twenty five dollars, and nigga, I gotta take this back. Hey, baby, you gonna have to wait a minute. I'm, I gotta go take this cut. It's on the budget info. It's on your email. You get. Yeah, it's like niggas. And they will say all the time, I know. Niggas first, I ain't reading. Who's fault is that? That's nothing to me. So. Do y'all have like an app that y'all use, or y'all have like a, a, a shop app already? How, how do y'all like? If I wanted to book a, a cut, like how would I go about doing that to, for for me to even get to a hundred dollar penalty? Like what? Everyone what's has their own okay? They do okay, and I got that for the people. So when they do go on my streaming platforms or watch it on YouTube, well, here, do me a favor. Website is clickable. Y'all go ahead. Social media is clickable. Say, say the say the app right now because we got a we got a producer at home that she'll go home and she'll be type all, type all the shit in and, and it be in the feed of the of the stream. So well, if, if you go to the if you go to the website, which is theexperiencebb.com, that's T H E. Hold up, X P E R I E N C E dot dot com. So if you go on there and you can, there's a link from there. So whatever picture you you click on our picture, it'll go to our link. Okay. Hey man, y'all advanced as shit. Yeah, but that's how it's supposed to be. Hey, well, wait, wait, wait. But also, also everybody has their own individual. Right. Sometimes people don't want to type in all of that to go to our website. So yeah. So yeah, get y'all individuals as well. Mm. Don't be going on my site trying to put no appointment. I heard that. <laughs> you got to pay for the 
pay something for Look, you getting my insurance. The deposit is crucial because you ain't gonna show. That's cool. I got, I I got, got a little bit of money up out of this. Yeah. yeah. Deal. Damn, but shit. What if I get a deposit and a cancellation fee? Yeah. She is. She winning. That's on you though. Why set an appointment for a time you either can't make it to? And you missing money if somebody and don't like, show you up. Know, yeah. I could have booked how many people say if your style was a four, four, five hour style, but I could have got two, two hour people. Exactly. Mm. Why are you fucking up my money because you couldn't remember your time and all of that? Because as soon as I book something, I put that shit in my. I make sure it's set up to my calendar yeah. because to book it, I mean, I really want this haircut. Yeah. Like, I really want this yeah. haircut. And time is money. I like look, and I feel it because I hate people pay with my time on shit. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. Barbers and stylists get their time played with them. I see that so much on my timeline. Or like when y'all deal with, I see people booking the site. They'll book and do all of this shit and they want to dispute the shit. Yeah. After yeah. the fact. Yeah. And it's like, nigga, you know you can't even got your hair cut. Like, if you couldn't afford it, fam, just don't do it. Like, or if it's out your budget. I'm, I'm big on not bringing down nobody's prices. If I can't afford you, Cool, I respect what you do. That means black folks stop asking for a discount. Facts. And if you fuck with it, if you don't, even if you are my cousin, even if you are my, hey, let let that that's something. But that's real. Like with with, with family, they quick to want to be like, hey man, like let me get this for the low. Like you should pay more because you family. Exactly. If you give me a discount on your own, I appreciate it. But I'll never say like, what, bro. I hate when people go with such and such charge. When niggas go to such and such, right? Such and, and they gonna fuck your shit up too. Okay. That little lining, right? Lining crooked than a motherfucker, looking like uh Dre off goddamn blackish. Look, and if you can't, my big thing, if I can't afford it, but I know I really want you, depending on whatever it is. Bet, tell me your price so I can get my money in order. Yep. And then when it's that time, I'm finna come fuck with you because I know I like what you do. It's no different than my boy. Everybody that lining get that that won't. All the new J's and they be on these apps paying two, three hundred. You, you did what you, you did that for that, but damn, I don't even care what shoes you wear, my guy. If your old line and crooked, them three hundred dollar J's still not gonna like, matter. Cool, Who be cutting your shit, bro? Like, why your shit back here, fam? Right. If it ain't if it ain't genetics moving your shit back, okay. you need to find you a new barber. Genetics, yeah. I ain't gonna flame it too much because shit happens. We get older, nigga. I'm like, bro, your shit normal when I see it. I got a question though. The everybody that's a barber. Y'all be using that little spray shit. Yeah, if you want it, I'm yeah. gonna you. you know what I'm saying? Because I, I be saying, I, I realize one thing. Like, I'm older, you know what I'm saying? Seasoned in this game. And they be like, man, you want this shit? I'm like, no, nah, nigga, I'm old. I, I like the fact my shit growing back. I didn't earn this when age. It's my, time, it's my time. I got a beard. I'll be cool with going bar, baby. Right. But I'll be hate seeing niggas with that motherfucker. I saw I saw a dude with locks. He had this, he had his locks and he came outside right quick. I was I was get, buying something off Facebook. That's my little thing. I ain't gonna tell nobody about that. I was buying something. My guy had locks. I knew I, he had locks from his picture. But my guy had a do-rag on so he could preserve this shit. I said, why, why you got this do-rag on? And then the nigga had the nerve to cut. The do rag up so his locks can stick out. Yeah, I was like, some mental issues. <laughs> you gotta talk to that nigga. Hey, he needs Jesus. So I mean, what's next for the experience? Bro, we got a few things going on. We got uh, we got another shop opening up in Devilsville. Damn, that's what's up. Also gonna open up a college. Okay. Okay. So y'all want to teach people how to do it? Yes, hey. Yeah. So hold on, Edwardsville. Edwardsville a little different though. 
Edwardsville a little different. I actually used to live in Glen Carbon. Oh, okay. And Edwardsville a little different. So you get multiple. It's it's probably one of the most bi- like most diverse towns. You know what I'm saying? Like so in Edwardsville, because uh, back in the, the day, college, that's where a lot of the biracial couples moved to Edwardsville, right? You got the, the college, and you got the college there. Yeah. So it's really like being close to the school. Is that going to be something that y'all already look into? It like, hey, we already close to the school, like. Damn. Ooh, y'all finna go crazy, bro. They buy Cougar Village. Hey, they buy Cougar Village. My guy's gonna be taking the shuttle. Hey, let me get off right here. Yeah. Oh, no, they got the Cougar shuttle. Okay. I rocks with SIUE. I know about it. Get real estate. You know what I'm see, saying? That's how you do it, though. I hate people that just be picking shit. And I go up to their shop. I'm like, bro, why you, why your shit over here? There's nothing over here. The struggle for me to find this was crazy. Like, but when you got something that's where, where you gonna memorize it, you don't need your GPS every time you go. It don't make you feel weird going to that motherfucker. You in a central location? Cause I'd have been in some barbershops. I'm like, bro, nigga, somebody gonna rob me? Like, when I leave this bitch, bro, like, is everything going to be cool? Can you walk me out to the car? Right. Because I don't know if niggas know me from around here. So, like, when y'all open up the second shop, is, like, half the team going over there, or you got a whole other team that's going to run Edwardsville? Well, we have some some people going over, but we have pretty much the school over there. Oh. Damn. So, when is that? Are you yeah, able we, to say when is that open? Not or? just yet. Okay. It's supposed to be the middle of this month. Okay. We're having problems getting things in so we can't open so because of due to the COVID but mm. you feel before the end of the year well before the end of the year. that's what's up so that means hey you know what I don't I don't mind driving to Illinois for a cut you know what I'm saying because it sound it sound like sound like this is a place I need to be no yeah and clearly the great thing is you don't get an experience when you come get there like that's the I like going to like when I like I said you had them I done been to barbershops where I was like bro I ain't coming here like not only is the barbers assholes or whatever, the vibe just not right. But when you got that, when you walk in, that environment is perfect. Where it's like, well, shit, bro, I gotta sit here two, three hours, man. That's cool. We gonna shoot our shit. We gonna talk. I'm gonna watch people do their thing. Like I like watching people in their environment. Mm-hmm. So if we good and it's a good environment. I don't have no problem with sitting around waiting mm-hmm. my turn. But when it's some one of them places, we're like, well, I wish I had to work and shit. Hey, hey. I wish I get in and out this bitch. I hate dealing with y'all. I low key want to see it firsthand. I low key think we should do a, a like a, a episode from the from the shop. Cause, cause see, cause what what it sounds like is you got to see them in their element. They in our element right now. You know, thing I do, I do reviews on black businesses. I do all type of shit. So I'm always for that. I'm all about content creation. I do commercials. Yeah. When y'all want to get into that, I do all of that shit. Video work, all of that. So I love to do that. Like we can move it. Cause how it works, we got another show. That's right before us. Yep. We all use the equipment at the same time, so it'll be a dual episode. We'll move, go there. We all do our episode, and they they on the ill side as well as me. So we can definitely set that up one of these days and kind of like straight kick it in there, make it a straight vibe, mm-hmm. and, and have you. So we'll definitely sit down and talk about that. So I mean, bro, where can, I mean, we gave the info again, but where can people not only find information about the website? Where can they find y'all on social media? We can go all the way down the line. Find me. I'm on um, Facebook, um, Nels Dior, Instagram, at The Real Nels Dior. I'm on YouTube as well, and TikTok. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Facebook as Exclusive Styles by Vanessa. Vanessa Williams on Facebook and Instagram Exclusive Styles. <laughs> you know how many middle Vanessa man, Williams it is? Vanessa L. Williams. Yeah, you got to put you on They be like, shit, which one is you? The actor, yeah, the barber? You the, the, the Vanessa Williams. Fuck the other one. All right. You be Vanessa Williams. I'm Shining Kylie Wallace on Facebook. Also, uh, Kylie the Barber on Facebook mm. and on Instagram. Mm. Same name. Find me on Facebook. Just type in my name, Roger Manuel. Uh, on my Instagram is Eli the dot Barber. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at DeAndre Patterson. Or you can find me at six one on Instagram at six one eight underscore D the Barber. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Venus Locked and Loaded. And here's my. She got a whole QR code in this mug. Oh my god! Oh my god! That means y'all gotta watch the playback. Niggas gotta watch the playback like on their computers. Made a QR code. That should change the game. Man, QR codes and digital business cards. Yeah. I seen a nigga pull out a business card, tap somebody's phone, and all that shit pop up. That's what I'm finna get. Man. Yeah. You can find me on IG, Instagram at heavycuts underscore. I'm on TikTok, heavycuts underscore three eleven, and I'm on Facebook, heavy breakfast. Mm. Hey man, we gotta clap it up for the experience in the building, y'all. Yeah. We finna go on a quick video commercial break, and then we gonna come back with our rapid fire. Yeah. And we ask y'all a question. Everybody got it. I don't want no thinking. I just want to come through. Everybody going to say an And we about to, to mess y'all up. Don't think that I'm going to ask you the same thing I asked the person before because you ain't going to have time to think about it. We're going to switch it up. We're going to switch it up. So, look, man, shout out to uh, his name is Casper Alexander. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, he was actually one of the performers when Kanye did the, his last album release party. At, at Soldier Field? Yeah. Bro, that he shit was so crazy. He Don the Joint. Walking around, me and bro kind of linked in through somebody else that tagged him to me. We kind of been talking on social media, so he sent me a song. Well, he sent me all of it. I picked one I thought was pretty cool. So we're going to play Shy Songwriter. It's called Coast. Uh, 
Beauty and intelligence, her smile is so elegant. This angel is heaven sent, and she love my melanin. Similar elements, chemistry evident. She be my medicine, call me like Ritalin. I fell in love with her mind. Damn body came after, all I did was take time. But time never moved faster, she's kind of like wine. I feel good when I have her, she's one of a kind. She's Wendy to my Casper. We say some I had to take it back. I had to take it back to the party room. Lock in. Lock in, Palace. You hear me? Tell me where you like it. We can make it go. You worked all year, so you deserve a toast. Hey, we can ride, we can coast. Hop up in a whip or hop up on a boat. Tell me where you like it. We can make it go. You worked all year, so you deserve a toast. Come get ghosts with a ghost. We can hit the road, we can go coast to coast. Take a couple pictures, I don't mind, you can post. Feel good, baby, you can brag, you can boast. Hey, yo, ex get mad, your friends want to tag. No need to feel bad, you work hard for that. I made, I made like me queen. too Hey, but I see made things we ain't seen Hey, this a movie them. scene Hey, and you can play the lead Hey, we can ride and take a trip on the play Just grab your bag, we got mileage again Weather, sun, snow, sleet or rain Just grab your bag, we got mileage again Hey, we can ride, we can call Hop up in a whip or hop up on a boat you know you missed that sociology, like, man. Like, he was like, you missed that sociology, man. He was like, you missed that sociology, man. He was like, hey, hey, you missed
so fresh and so clean, but I know what you're feeling is. Fresh type of fag, I just short so delirious. Go ahead and tell her who the hell this is. <laughs> Your mama hey, that was a whole fucking song, though. That was a whole box. Matter of fact, because it wasn't long enough for me. <laughs> run it back. I'm gonna play this motherfucker. Run it back. We gonna run it back. Your barbershop, if your barbershop ain't got their own song, I don't even want no haircut from you niggas. Because they got a track. Wake up, I gotta get on it. I'm trying to get fresh. I can't miss my appointment. Hey, and it's on Apple Music. They, they, they got, wait, look, it got lyrics. It got lyrics. You can hear this shit. Yeah, I know, I got it. It's a I try. I, I just I think it's an Android. That's why it's so damn heavy. You got a big ass brick. That shit don't work. She got a big ass brick over there. Like, hey, hold this up. It's a big ass brick. Hey, hey, hey. Every day she she, she working with I just did a commercial for somebody. Yeah. Shout out to the Legacy Institute. I've been working with them doing a, uh, not even a commercial, but a kind of like a promo for the, it's a school for the kids. My man's got a flip phone. A flip phone? He pulled it out to do business. I was like, nigga, I've been wanting flip phones. <laughs> I've been wanting, I wish Flip, like, if I could get an Apple Flip phone, I would do it because I miss hanging up on niggas like that. I miss just slamming that bitch on niggas. Like, man, bro, fuck you. Just hang up. And I feel like they can hear the, on the other side of shit. It, it don't, it, it's not the same effect it's with an iPhone. Because you mess around, you mess around, you have to hit the motherfucker three okay. or four times. Because yeah, you got down, the screen, on your oil and shit from your face and shit, you like. And then you get mad, you don't never hit the button right. Nigga, fuck. Had it calls and shit. So look, like I told y'all before, we finna do this quick rapid fire. We're gonna start from this way and go down. When I ask a question, we're gonna alternate. Y'all just say the first thing that come to your mind. Nah, I'm a, nah, we're gonna do it like this. I'm gonna point at who gotta answer. You gonna ask a question, I'm gonna point who gotta answer that shit. So all y'all like, that way they don't even know. So our first one. Cause I'm pretty sure people usually I know myself, I study other videographers in the game. I don't really study other podcasters. Before I started, before I did this, I did. I don't think so. But now, I don't study other podcasters just because I don't want to influence myself. Mm-hmm. But I look at other videographers in the area because I do music videos. Yeah. I don't want to be like them. I want to make myself stand out. So usually, I'm sure y'all seen stylists and we all like, hey, let me look at this nigga shit. Let me, let me study videos he may do, see what he kind of do as you was learning. Who is your favorite stylist besides yourself? Nah, I need one. You got to give me somebody. There was one video where you be like, they just usually pop. You see it on your YouTube. Hell, you, you might have seen it at the shop. Somebody did something that was real fire. Like, you just hey, see it fire. on your YouTube. Somebody you follow. It ain't got nobody you always follow. But you just be like, that shit. She said, God damn it, it's me. And I'm the only person that makes I that I do fire. this shit. My name ah. is David Ruffin. And these are the tip <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Eli. Favorite, favorite stylist. Favorite barber. 
Who Name the barber. Who you got? Smash the legend. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got <laughs> shit. That's the bat phone in this motherfucker. Hey, y'all know this? Tell him to say the AMNM newsletter. Oh, uh, they trying to join a live channel here? Nah, on this one. Oh, okay. Uh, so, y'all show the early Right. Nails Dior. Favorite stylist. Uh, who who do nails that you be watching? Um, I watch uh Pucci's nails. She's in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Atlanta I watch always Queen's got some nails. Mm. Yeah. When you was kind of coming up in the game, you've been doing it for a while. Who was a barber that you was just kind of up under watching his, like even locally, you was just kind of studying them to kind of learn the game? You should have asked me that question. Oh, well, did she the same <laughs> one for you then? I just thought of the word right now. I had two people. <laughs> okay. We're going to spin the block. My uncle, his name is Ray. Mm-hmm. Everybody know him as Cordell. And my cousin Hank. You know, looks looks. Okay. Hey. Back to you, same question. Home girl, Tasha Foster and Benita. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm, re- I'm ready to get. I'm, go ahead. One more. <laughs> Who do you watch to do a lot? Christmas Dread. Okay. Mm. Okay. So, wait, wait, look. I'm, I'm going to go back to Nina. <laughs> Who's a celebrity crush? That's the point. Who is it? R.I.P. Okay, bro, who your celebrity crush? Right Come on, now, Heavy. Right now, right Ooh, she's thick. And she knows she's thick with it. Yeah. Uh, you hey, hey, <laughs> hey. My boy said, I. My, hey, you, hey. If you want me. He said, he said, shit, she sleep with a blade by the bed. I had to make sure. Oh, he like that. He like the big head. I, he like. Listen, Rihanna so far, and she went for Billy Dion, and they put out a song. And she let me in. Hey, she, she, I don't think she gonna ever put out music. Nah, she, 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 ain't, she ain't got to. That Fenty money, crazy. Okay, it's I no point. That, she ain't got the motivation to do music anymore. Cause like nigga, I make fucking makeup products and drugs. But her shit still, her shit still bop though. Yeah, her old shit still playing. Yeah. If I hear that goddamn, the ter- what are the running out, running out. <laughs> if I hear that shit on the radio one more goddamn time until a new song come out, I'm going to fucking fight 104.1. <laughs> it would have to be more chestnut. Ooh. I love I love dark men. Okay. 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 But I love men with beautiful teeth. Well, okay. Oh, yeah. that ain't I already me. know yours, that but I'm going to let you say it for the folks. First. Did she say first? She got. Well, there's two of these niggas I razzle and dazzle about. Damn, she she up here. She tag teaming okay, in there. Which? You know I gotta give a shout out to my husband to be. Okay. All right. But he know Method Man, my boo. That's my. You sharing my nigga? You brother, I get what you saying. You sharing my nigga? Like, hey, hey, Method Man, hey, I'm gonna call the nigga. Be like, hey, hey, my nigga, I need you to show up to the wedding and sing a song. Just come up there and just start rapping. And she walking down the aisle, make her ass shoes like Dwayne Wayne. And then nigga shoot. I didn't know the nigga was coming. <laughs> Listen, boy, we was watching. Wild, I was watching Wild and Out with my girl. Yeah. yeah, this nigga met the man. Come on, TV. I just see her go. I just melted in her soul. She's like, what the 
fuck up off of you, man. <laughs> like, you ain't gonna never beat me. <laughs> She shot the head. She had a whole name. Right? Like, look, she get probably the argument out the way. I'll right. You first. Uh, my celebrity crush is Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs? What the fuck is that smell? What? It's from Best Man. That's the first thing. That's all the problem. Hey, but hold up, hold up, though. Hold up, though. What the fuck is that smell? Are you in your 30s? I'm 30. She, uh, she ain't old enough yet. She got to be 40 to get Tay Diggs. He bring grooves oh, back. Yeah, yeah. You, gotta, you ain't old enough yet. Yes, I am. Like Stella. All right. Uh, Favorite movie? Transformers. What? Mm. Fun. Shit, this Remember the okay. My guy. What's he played ball. Okay. <laughs> Training day. Okay. Brooklyn. Uh, okay. My girl just watched that Anything Tyler Perry. I can watch Life all the time. So, hey, that shit funny as hell. That is the funniest shit ever. It's the last movie with Bernie Mac and Isaac Hayes. Yeah. Them niggas went crazy in that movie as far as comedy wise. My favorite movie is School Days. But I, I'm an educator. I love black colleges, so I gotta rock with school days. So look, and I always say, Julian, it's time for some new gamma rays. <laughs> gotta change it up. If you had one wish, what would it be? To be even more humble than what I am. Mm. If you had one wish, what would it be? I just told you, don't ask me this. Uh, <laughs> well, we asking everybody. Okay. If I had one wish, you got time. Nah, you might come up here next. <laughs> That's why I pointed to you. Yeah, you got to think. Come on, Heavy. What's it's that wish? one thing in your life you've always thought about, like, man, if I can make this come to life, I'll do that shit. Look, this is the question right. I make niggas on. Yeah. I got a second answer to that, too. Give me that second answer. Get everybody that's homeless on the streets. Mm. I feel that, Yeah. No, I feel that, yeah. Listen, yeah, I'm from, oh yeah. I'm from the Chicago land area. I used to go to school in Chicago before I came to Lincoln. It was people I was coming back three, four years later that was still homeless. And I'm like, bro, you made it through a Chicago winter on the street. Yeah. I was cold. barely making it through that shit walking three blocks to my school from my dorm. That is a different type of cold, bro. Even out here, shit it be cold. Yeah. It's just like y'all niggas are straight bundled up. Sleeping on the street, bro. And we'll figure the city will figure out a way to fix everything else. But they'll do shit to make sure homeless people can't sleep here. And then, like, I've seen cities put up like spike type of things yep. and shit so that people can't sleep on this area. And I'm like, bro, how fucking ruthless you got it? Because I don't know what people go through in their life. I don't know what brought you to this stage of your life to where you don't have a home no more. But it's a lot of people, like, hell, y'all heard the story, Tyler Perry. I'm sleeping in my car. They got a motherfucking studio in Atlanta. He a billionaire. Mm-hmm. So it ain't about you being homeless. It's about you figuring out. Once you figure out your situation fucked up, that shit happened. Now, what you gonna do to try to fix your situation? Some people yep. need help. They need that extra push. Some people need that small opportunity. Yeah. Bro, I done had a, look, I done had two homeless situations. I done had a homeless dude ask me for bread. I was having shit. I'm like, bro, I ain't got no money. But, so you don't gotta be out here no more. I go up on this seventh floor in this dorm with my ID. 
so we can get on the computer. Let's fill out some apps or some shit, bro. Like trying to get you out the situation because homeless can't be what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Right. But I've also seen a nigga get mad because I ain't give him no change. Yeah. I've also seen a homeless nigga talk a woman out of to give him a kiss. Niggas got G. Yeah. Bum bumps? Fuck me up. They was at the bus stop, bro. Niggas was in shape and shit, all that. And I'm walking past. I seen a nigga talking to her on my way to the food spot. So I'm like, she straight talking to this nigga. And I come back. He spit good game at her. Next thing I know, she done gave the nigga a kiss. She got a bum bum. A whole bum bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh the whole thing I walk like, shorty, you wild. And you don't know what this nigga be doing. Hey, she was hurt. She was hurt in life. She was hurt. Yeah, she was hurt. Like, somebody hurt her feelings for real. The last nigga before him, Hey, hella wrong. She's like, she's like, I don't even care. Like, dream vacation. Bora, Bora. Bora, Bora. Maldives. Okay. Tahiti. What? Dream vacation. <laughs> he say I'm trying to hit all the spots though. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to hit all the spots. I ain't never thought of no place you like, man. I go somewhere. If you go somewhere tomorrow, you can book a ticket tomorrow. Where are you going? Shit. Favorite food. Shit. I I, 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 I was like this. Listen, I've been mad about chicken not being a vegetable for the longest for the past five years. Cause I, I eat chicken every day. Chicken wings. Every day of my life, if I could, if it wasn't going to affect me in the long run. Favorite food? Seafood. Yours too? Favorite food? Fruit. You from Louisiana? What part? Slidell. My best friend. Hey, man. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now. I go to Slidell, Louisiana once a year, every year, when I go to Brewfest. When I go to Brewfest, we go from Hattiesburg to New Orleans. So so we so we uh, so we Masons, right? So we we got Brewfest in Hattiesburg. And when you go to New Orleans, when you're on the bus trip, shout out to Cujo. When you go to bu- when you go on the bus trip, we stop in Slidell cuz that's where we get our sh- uh our uh damn slushies from. They got the big slushies. Um, My best friend, he one of our brothers, well, he from Sunset, Louisiana. So yeah, out there by the Lafayette area and shit. Yeah. That's what's Man, up, bro. Shout out to Slidell. Who I no, I asked you. Now, y'all, we coming back. Y'all got somewhere y'all want to go, goddamn. Niagara Falls. Okay. Okay. Shit, he can make that trip happen. Just hop in the car, my nigga. Like, <laughs> you go somewhere tomorrow. It ain't no worth it. It ain't got to be out the country because a lot of people be thinking your dream vacation. It's some people that's never left out that area. Yeah. So they dream vacation is another city. Yeah, so it's a, it's another city. <laughs> y'all should st- y'all should see Vanessa struggling what with this goddamn. She been going oh. through it when she turned this. She got the issue is she got this big ass brick for a phone. No, the issue is she never centered her phone when she turned the side. So it's been still hanging off from the edge. I've been letting you live your life. I'm like, this no phone. Hey, she said, hey, when she was in school, when she was in school, she studied all the sciences except physics. Because physics was like, hey, if you put this monk on this little thing, it's going to Little teeter totter in this Don't do it right. That shit going to be fucked up. Look, y'all, man, we got the. You gotta clap it up, man. Five Yeah. Never get to the random topics. So, I don't know if all y'all how much in the music y'all, but Kanye just dropped a new album called Donda. Donda. Has anybody heard it in the room besides myself? Uh-huh. I like I, I've heard. So, I, I'm so you, you know what's crazy? I'm an R&B nigga too, but I'm gonna tell you right now, this is not 
This ain't late registration, college dropout, graduation, Kanye. You got to grade it with a scale of, first of all, Kanye done changed his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he more of a, even though he don't classify himself as a gospel rapper, he goes more in that realm yeah. of the song. Praise God. It's now, like, the only downfall to the album is 27 songs. Yeah. That's oh long as shit. Yeah. It's an hour and 48 minutes. I left. I just went back home to do some music videos, some other shit, a podcast. I left. I turned it on halfway before I hit the highway. I finished that motherfucking like Springfield. Like that's how long, and that was a two hour ride to Springfield damn near. Mm-hmm. It's a long ass album, but he got, he got Jay-Z on it. Uh, he got the baby on there. He got little baby on there. He got the weekend who I hate the most. Like, and he's a wonderful artist. I just hate that nigga voice. So I own the tear what he do. I always say that when I'm talking about, I'm like, he is an amazing. Worst Super Bowl artist. performance ever. But, that nigga voice makes it's like 2021 Keith Sweat. That shit makes me cringe. 2021 Keith Sweat. But Keith Sweat, I can deal with it because he's talking about shit I wanted to hear. You know, but so I hate that nigga. my and man he named himself. He one nigga named after three days. <laughs> I don't like that. That was my first grade with the nigga. You Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but you one person. You know, this, my thing with the Donda album is this: people upset because they want late registration, graduation, college dropout. He ain't there no more. I like the fact that he grew up. I like the fact that he grew up. I, well, I, ain't, I ain't gonna say I like the fact because the late registration, your college dropout, I still whoop him. Kanye was like you. That shit was different level of music he, at that. Think time. about it like this. He did. Rihanna was really on the same track, right? My first two three albums laid it out. I ain't gotta do shit else. Kanye ain't have to do nothing else. But he literally is like, y'all gonna buy it. I'll do what the fuck I want to do. Anyways, a heartbreak was fire to me. Yeah, I, but yeah, if you, if you, I was a little off one. I was like, what the it, fuck it, is wrong with this thing? It started getting weird. Yeah. But it was like, it took me three, four listens, and I was like, okay. Like, you got to listen to you gotta listen to 808 when you high. It just, yeah, that's what it was. Like, if you got to be high to listen to it, I'm like, ah, you got to be altered a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But I like Donda not just because the beats, because he literally, it's some cold beats on this album. He telling it's if you listen to it, one, one you got to like it, one, yeah. two, it's a story told from the first song to the last mm-hmm. song. It all go in order the way it need to. And it's just, the other people that joined it did their thing. Like, yeah. the baby verse wasn't going to make it. But once he finally got on there, that nigga got one of the hardest verses on the whole album. Yeah. Because he straight, he took that from niggas fucking him. He getting, you know, canceled and all that shit recently. He used all, that's how I can tell that his verse came after all of that. Yeah. Because he talked about all of that shit in there. But, I don't know, it was just a lot of hype. I ain't like all the hype leading up to it because after a while I was like, bro, the only reason I listened to it because I had to drive on the highway. Yeah, I, I was kind of old. Time. I really, I hadn't listened to like the, none of the gospel Kanye. I hadn't listened I to it. Listen to other and so I was like, I was like, okay, what what made me want to pay attention was when I saw the picture of him and Soldier Field where they didn't redid his house. I don't know if y'all saw that. He did a last listening party in Soldier Field in Chicago. So he had a replica of his childhood home built in the middle of the street or in the middle of the football field it's football season when you can make you can you can tell the chicago bears hey you niggas gonna have to play y'all games elsewhere y'all gonna have to have away games because i got my house in the middle on the 50 yard line what i want to know how much he paid to do that because yeah the gds was through the dough first of all my nigga album got larry hoover jr giving a whole monologue to why his daddy needed to be free that was the most powerful but part what, of the but, and it's on but, there twice. But he also, but he also kind of, he also kind of put in the con- like perspective. 
everybody trying to mimic his daddy, what he lost. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like Kanye been big GD for the long. Yeah, he just don't say it in all his songs, but he's always kind of claimed like a slick affiliation to that. Whether mm-hmm. it was people who growing up with and all that, and me growing up in the area, that's all the games we had: GDs, Vice Lord Kings, all of that shit. But he straight had Larry. Like the song go for a minute, the whole ending of the song is Larry Hoover Jr. talking mm-hmm. for like five to eight minutes of why his daddy should not be in jail no more. Shout out to Kanye and mm-hmm. Kim for fighting on that. Yeah. And if his daddy was the company, his daddy ain't called shots in 23 years because he's been locked in solitary. And if his daddy was to come out and start doing that shit again, he wouldn't fuck with him no more. Mm-hmm. Because he's been fighting this hard to get you out. But if you come out here doing the same shit before, which the crazy part is, when the gangs and all that shit in Chicago and all was crazy, it wasn't on the bullshit that it was today. Growth and development is all about building your community mm-hmm. for a better environment for everybody. But the young niggas, and not even just the young ones now, they just further made it worse. But the ones before him started making it more into that gang banging lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I felt his son's sentiments on the and I felt him, my daddy been locked up. They told me my daddy was going to be out when I was in high school. That ain't happening. They said he was going to be out when I was in college. That ain't shit ain't happening. He went to Morris Brown, got a degree. Yep. He said, my daughter just graduated college. He's still in there. My son in the eighth grade, and he's still in there. None of them seen their grandfather in person or touched him ever in life because he don't get the visitation and all that shit that mm-hmm. he's supposed to get. It's like, no matter what you're doing, like, how long... The, Unless it's just crazy. Unless they got him tied for soul murders that they knew he did. And I know he probably shot called some of them. Right. How long do somebody got to be held down before you be like, they can't redeem themselves? Right. It's just like, the system already is not designed for black people. Facts. It was never designed. That's why I'll be saying the system racist. It ain't racist because it wasn't designed for us. You got If it was designed for us and didn't change, then it would be racist. But it was never meant for the betterment of black people. Man, speaking of systems not designed for us, hey, Joe Biden... Let me holla at you. My nigga, first of all, it's some people out of scene got their shit cleared out. I got a whole heap. <laughs> hold on. College hold on. Hold on. I got three degrees. <laughs> I got three degrees, y'all. And I don't, but look, was your three degrees between the two schools I went to? It's a lot of people. If y'all wanted to go battle for battle for school debt, I don't know. Hey. If your debt is going to surpass mine. Tennessee State costed me 40000 a year. We yeah. in the same realm. You know, because as much <laughs> as I love my HBCUs, this shit's in specs- Robert, it's expensive look, to go Robert to a goddamn Morris, black college. Robert Morris was based on quarters. Oh, and yeah. Ten weeks was like 30 bands. Yeah, yeah. Between dorms, class. I got more of my debt coming from Robert Morris than I got to Lincoln. Lincoln, you can go with your, to, with your tuition, your room and board, and all that shit. Now, let me, let me tell you. Let me tell you. 20 bands. Let me bands. tell you this. When I, So, my third degree... I, I saying I got three degrees because I'm in my last semester. My third degree will be December 11th when I graduate from Prairie View A&M University. But uh, this last semester of Prairie View, I had to pay that motherfucker out of pocket because I ran out of student loan money. They said, they was like, hey, you know you used up all your shit. I said, all of it? First of all, how you give a cap on me getting my education for one? And second, why is it easier to get a student loan at 18 years old than it is for me to be able to open up a business loan because it was the, it, real estate, that's the system get a mortgage that's fucked up it's, it's a fucked up 18, system but hold on though the idea of co- the idea of college you know I, I tell my students all the time of course I want you to go to college but the idea of college in itself was a fucked up system yeah. 
colleges are not educational systems. They're research institutions. Their job is to research whatever they If they are A&M school, agricultural and mechanical. That's what you're supposed to study. You getting a degree from them only says that, hey, most professors, most doctors and tenure professors at, a, at any school don't teach classes. They write they write uh, research papers and research documents for the school, and they had a grad assistants teach the class. It's, it's crazy because, like I said, at Lincoln, it's only one teacher, and he wasn't even black, that I asked, that's actually memorable mm. to me because he put in the work for his students to remember. His name is Dick Dalton. I was just gonna say. And every student that went to Lincoln, you, unless you had a teacher that really put that work in, right. You don't remember them. Mm-hmm. I don't remember none of them. I remember one lady from, from Robert Moore. I don't remember her name, but I remember what she did for me. It was the first time in college I had a black teacher. But Dick Dalton, and he taught, the crazy part is he taught health. Mm. But his health class led you to so much more shit in your life to where when he retired from Lincoln, niggas was hurt. It's like, I would have caught this man, like, he environmentalist. Like, here, I would have caught him riding through Jeff City on a bike with a flag with the earth on it. Like, he stand for everything that, whether he was black, white, whatever creed, race you was in, he stood for you. And he stood 10 toes for you. Mm. Like whatever he did, like, you can ask any student who you remember from, because everybody had to take help. Mm-hmm. Who you remember from Lincoln? Shit, big dog. When he left, I was hurt. I wasn't even in school no more. I'd already took his class. Right. Hurt because I was like, damn, bro, the new students coming up don't get to experience the greatness you brought to this yeah. university. As a white man at the HBCU, the greatest teacher I had. Because he cared. And he ain't teach me about none of the core shit I needed. It was, I don't remember shit I learned in that nigga class. But I remember him because of the impact he had on me while and his passion for teaching. Like he made sure we truly learned and loved what he was talk, talking about. I don't remember shit he was talking about. Man. But I enjoyed that. Shout out to Dick Dalton. Shout out. La- last thing on the random topics. I don't know if y'all watch you football. football. You fo- who follow football? My guy. How the hell did this happen? Bishop Sycamore. I work at Bishop Sycamore. I'm the director of admissions. And I am a counselor. <laughs> so, for those who don't know who Bishop Sycamore is, they are a group of grown ass niggas. Yeah. Who somehow That's a semi protein. I've a story on it before you I put lied. it. Grown ass niggas who somehow talk to a marketing firm that books high school games and set up ESPN shit. Mm-hmm. Convinced them niggas that they was all high schoolers, that they was a high school playing games. And had them set up on a high school national schedule. First to play all, to play IMG Academy, which is probably the large one maybe the second or third largest. Yeah, they play Eastside in Jackson later this year. IMG Academy is like it's a big prep school. So like Sam and Pimba, who was 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 yeah. So like like we had a kid. It was a kid here at Ladue High School called Sam. His name was Sam Samuel and Pimba. He was certified. He was getting all type of college looks. He goes, I'm gonna leave Ladue, and we're gonna move to Florida. And he goes to IMG. IMG has a top tier program in football, basketball, baseball, all the sports. They are a prep school. So when they they their games are on TV on ESPN every year. Right, and Bishop Sycamore somehow talked themselves into playing the game against IMG. My, but then you get your ass beat fifty-eight to nothing, twenty-five and up. 
Like these were grown. They got no, smoked. Different if you were a high school kid and smoked. These were grown ass niggas, and then they went down, beat the brakes off of them yeah. by little niggas that's grown, bit like grown ass. Yeah. Niggas. First of all, I was on Twitter and watched hella TikToks. IMG players. Yeah. Talk about this is how we was turned up in the locker room after we beat some grown ass niggas by 58 no. Because they figured it out. Like, they looking at him like, hey, my guy don't look like he's 16 nothing. Like, you can look at somebody. If 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 we suit up, talk about we in high school, they're going to be like, hey, you 30 whatever. So, at first I blame ESPN. ESPN dropped no, the ball. They 100%. Because they didn't set it up. That company, that their marketing company that sets up these games for them, didn't do their research in the, into that school. But nah, that's your brand. ESPN knew better. But they looked. They, they, got the, they, they knew they didn't have no roster. They knew they, they said, that, oh, it's one call. They was like, yeah, number 54 is injured. We don't have a 54 on the roster. <laughs> but look, what I think was ESPN probably been working with this company for so long. That they, they just trusted. They didn't look until them. the back end, until the game was already mm. over. By the time they looked into it, they was like, we looked up this school and couldn't find nothing about these niggas on the internet. If you are powerhouse high school, it's not gonna be hard hey, to type I'm, in your name. I'm gonna start a high head. school. I'm calling all the old St. Louis legends. Listen, hey, <laughs> Joel Sheldon. <laughs> right. I'm calling Joel Sheldon up, calling Darius Miles up, calling Deshaun Munson up. I'm calling all the local legends. We going back to high school, y'all. We running the back. But, but it it's, it's going down. I'm making it happen. And not only did y'all let these 30-plus niggas get on the field, they got their ass beat. It wasn't like y'all put put on a show to where niggas wouldn't question the shit. These little niggas beat the brakes off y'all ass. Hey, they beat them 58 to nothing. Zero. You know how, many, how hard, first of all, you know how hard it is to score 58 points in a football game? And then to make sure the other niggas don't score shit. And then, first of all, y'all beat a bunch of high school niggas in the TikTok. Yeah, them niggas was on TikTok clowning they ass going by. Right after the game, like in like, the in in the locker room, pads still on. Think about playing. Think about first of all, I wish they had the game mic'd up just for the whole for the other side for IMG. Because I'd have been on the field like I'd have been on the line like nigga, you old enough to be my daddy. Uh, Why is uh, you out here, bro? Uh, that's all. Uh, we going, uh, uh, we going uh, on too. Oh, we are 58 Oh, Man, fuck you, nigga. I'll whoop your little ass with a belt. Like, that shit was crazy. And it yeah. was like, the crazy part is other teams looked them up to cancel them off their schedule. It's still like four or five teams that have not canceled them off their schedule. And I, I think them niggas was like, well, shit. We trying to get this little young win up out of here. Hey, Let's hey. go and beat these old ass niggas real hey. quick. I ain't going to lie. Is really Somebody... a win if you beat old niggas that's not in shape and they're hey. supposed to be playing football? Hey, I'm going to tell you right now. I got a lot of love for Lincoln, but maybe they need to schedule him. Listen, Lincoln probably scoring Lincoln. Hey, I'm just saying. I love Lincoln. They probably scoring Lincoln. Hey, because Lincoln is the first team I ever seen go defeated. My second year at Lincoln, them niggas were like, oh, and however many games they played. I'm like, did y'all these pinch them niggas? The crazy part is watching the Lincoln game. First of all, what make us bad is we only got one set. Well, I don't know about now, but we only had one set of stands back then. So we don't show up to the games unless we're trying to see the band. But hold on, though. Show up for the football team, but then the other half of the stands, they motherfucking team come fill that bitch up. So we just got to hear that cannon go off is such a surprise for us. Where I was like, damn, y'all niggas score? Okay. What's the score now? I was like, oh, so it's fifty to seven. (laughs) Okay, cool, cool, cool. Hey, my first time going to Lincoln. 
a guy who had, who had, was a football coach and the team I coached for, he he went to Lincoln. So he was like, hey, Grimes, you don't know no real homecoming. I'm like, bro, I went to Tennessee State. I know homecoming. He like, I'm going to take you to Lincoln for a real homecoming. I said, oh, okay. He everything but the game. Hey, no, he took me to the game. He took me to the game. So this was back in like 05. So Lincoln played. band at least. Yeah, Ronda had the band yeah, on point. But Lincoln won the game. It was like 60 to nothing, right? So in my mind, I'm like, oh, Lincoln, that deal. What I didn't know was until I came back the next week, I was like, shit, that mug was that mug hit. I'm going to go back. They had played. They had played a club team for homecoming, so they had played. It was the Georgia State club team. So, and a lot of colleges like Alabama, they got the Alabama team that Nick Saban coached. But then they had like a club team where it's like they're not nowhere near affiliated with the school for real. They people who couldn't play. They people who can't play for real. And we we Alabama, but we ain't the Crimson Tide. We might be like the elephants or something. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. They played them and won like sixty nothing. The next game I went to, Lincoln got mm-hmm. murdered. Like the game was over. It was like forty to nothing at the end of the first I went quarter. There from 09 to thirteen, we won one homecoming game, and the coach of the homecoming game was our coach the previous year. So I'm like, damn nigga, you couldn't even beat the team that you just coached. So you clearly you was trash. Before then, we done had NFL players be our coach, and it's just like Mike Jones and Slew High, good players on there individually. But them also be the same niggas that before the homecoming game or for any game, I'll be in the goddamn plex or the sports plex. These niggas are drunkest niggas in the motherfucking building before the game and they can't wake up on time to motherfucking make it to beat somebody. Man. So they, but we could fight. Look, if we had to fight niggas, I got a dub on Lincoln. We was going to beat niggas' ass. All right. But if it was a football game. That's because all, all, all them Cali niggas on, yeah, on Lincoln. Cali too. niggas, all them Florida niggas, yep. niggas from the Lou. I don't watch so many big ass fights at Lincoln between St. Louis and whomever. At the time, I just sit there like, oh, I'm from Chicago here. Cause they ain't beefing with us. Hey. Everybody be beefing with the St. Louis niggas. We just be chilling, man. Man, so uh, y'all obviously bringing Lincoln up, man. We got to get ready for next week, man. Next week, man. Look, so y'all, before we get into our last, first of all, yeah. before I do that, man, I got to. Pop it up again. One more time. Yeah. Barber and Beauty in the motherfucking building. Kicking with us tonight, man. I appreciate y'all rocking with us. Make sure y'all tap in next week. Because my my worthy brother over here set up a wonderful episode. Man. Some HBCU alumni. We can talk about our It's homecoming time. It's homecoming. And COVID didn't cancel our shit. Yeah, Lincoln shit's still going. So I'm going to Yeah, well, hey. Next week. We having representation from Alabama A&M, Tuskegee, Florida A&M, Jackson State, Tennessee State, Lincoln, Prairie View, Harris Stowe. Everybody is going to come in. We're going to have the biggest swag surf ever next week. Facts, like. I, I'm, I'm ready. It's all about the homecoming, the tailgate, the food, the Greeks, the shit talking, the love that comes from when you went to an HBCU. All that's going down. We family. Big love. It's going to happen. It's going down. As much as Lincoln got on my nerves, it really was only financial aid office. Facts. But as much as Lincoln got on my nerves, I got the year tatted on the back of my arm. Mm. Shout out to my nigga Johnnell. I got 1866, which is where my school was founded. I actually seen somebody else the other day. Met at one of the shows I produced Roku on the channel. The dude daughter. 
She went to Spelman and graduated. She got 1881. Yeah. Tatted small on the back of her arm. A lot of people don't realize the amount of love. I'm tied to 1912. I'm tied to Tennessee Agricultural and Industrial School for Negroes. I love I'm tied to that. I'm tied to 1876 Prairie View A&M University. You know, and it produces productive people. And you get no better connections. Oh, man. There's so many people. I'll be telling people now, outside of Mason, yeah. you could drop me off at a lot of these states, and I'm good. Yeah. Because I, I'd have made them connections at Lincoln to where I'm like, oh, bro, we got you till you figure it out. Like, I know so many people through Lincoln, whether it's down south, whether it's on the west coast, whether it's the east. I know niggas in New York, Detroit, the Midwest, like Colorado, Cali, Florida, Louisiana. I know somebody where I'm good at in any one of those states. Yeah. And we was all brought together through one college institution. And I can't speak to other schools, but I'm pretty sure most HBCUs kind of operate in that same manner because so many people from all over the world. Hell, I'm good in Jamaica. Because I know so many of them niggas. Hey, them, hey, them reggae parties. Them reggae parties. Listen, I used to tell niggas, you go to a reggae party at 10, the song started at 10, it'd be the same song that played until 3 with different beats with the same lyrics. Hey. But them used to be the most turned to a motherfucking place. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, at TSU, the IOTAs, that was our thing. We did a reggae party. It was called the Lock and Key. Every guy that came in got a key. Every girl that came in got a lock. You spent the whole night trying to dance around, be like, "Hey, let me see your lot." <laughs> hey, hey, it's fire ass party. Hey, shout out to Point came up with the idea, man. Hey, and that was our, that was our staple. That was our staple. That was the biggest event every every year, and it was on a Wednesday night. You talking about folks in class on Thursday like this? I go to party. I ain't going to class the next day. Oh no, I'll be in class. Like, I was trying to graduate. Like, I graduated, but yeah. Students, we're going to tell y'all next week why you don't need to go to class at 8 a.m. Hell yeah. <laughs> tell you that for sure because I tell you. I, I we are not the experience. We do not do well at 5 in the morning. <laughs> Listen, we not because my own, look, I used to tell things. I'm like, bro, to know how you can wake up, to know I can party on a Friday or a Saturday till 6 in the morning, fuck with the sports or the college complex, mm-hmm. but make it up in time before brunch ends. I've never seen, outside of Cahokia, I've never seen so many bonnets warm. At one time, in my motherfucking life, Cahokia is, I'm telling everybody, all the trains that come through Cahokia go to an underground bonnet factory. Because I've never seen so many bonnets worn. I go to Walmart three in the middle of the day. It'd be five motherfuckers in there with a bonnet. I'm like, so either you ain't brush your teeth, wash your ass, or you just did your hair and didn't want to fuck it up before you came here. I don't know which one it is, but stop wearing a bonnet in the middle of the motherfucking day. Yeah, yeah. Get your shit did. Or where, what happened to Why are you just wearing a, 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 a hat over your shit? Until you got your hair did. That's what they did back in the day. I've never seen so many wear bonnets until a new era. I don't know if I missed a YouTube video that made it acceptable. Yeah, okay. Well, then they may need to stay home to get your shit done. No more bonnets. Come to the experience. Look, y'all heard hey. that. So one more time, before we get up out of here and go to the last video for my nigga Nando STL. Yeah. Where can they find all of y'all and book y'all to get their hair did, their hair cut, nails done, whatever? <laughs> On IG, heavy cuts underscore TikTok, heavy cuts underscore 311, and on, and on Facebook, heavy birthday. StyleSeat.com slash Nina Locked and Loaded. Facebook, uh, DeAndre Patterson, StyleSeat, uh, StyleSeat.com forward slash DeAndre Patterson. StyleSeat.com slash Eli Manuel. StyleSeat. Dot com slash Shawnee Wallace. Exclusive Styles by Vanessa. Dot Bookie. Dot com. 
If y'all on the ill side, or if you're not on the ill side, shit, you can make that drive. You go over there for the fact, strip club, the address <laughs> to, to the or shop. some chicken. Y'all heard that? Oh shit, Swansea, that's a long ass ride. I'm like, I need a rest stop right. before it's I go right. over there. Right. I'm saying Cahokia, so man, y'all make sure y'all tap in with us next week for this HBCU alumni episode that we got going. And then shout out to my dog, Nando STL, per usual. One of my favorite songs of his, and I'm going to end the episode with that one. It's called I Don't Even Smoke. See your juice back, sipping on this hand dog, just trying to fit the end dog. Doing what I gotta do to stay her next to you, babe. I don't even smoke, but I might roll one with you, babe. Let the call you Thursday. Today see your juice back, sipping on this hand dog, just trying to fit the end dog. Doing what I gotta do to stay her next to you. Fresh cut, I'm feeling good. Don't gotta pay, but I've been damned if I don't. Find one today, cause baby, let me tell you something. You can't tell me nothing when these waves is busting. And I heard about the kickback. Usually well, I ain't well, with that, but since bit. you gon' be in that, I'll make on appearance. Uh, but fuck you, try and be chillin' in the car with you and your little cousins. And I don't give a damn about that dude you call your brother. He might be more popular, maybe even tougher. But front you, my ego stay on, I run this motherfucker. Said front you, my ego stay on, we run this motherfucker. I don't care who you came with, uh uh-uh. Just try and be who you leave with. So baby, take my hand, watch me do my dance, let me talk my shit, yeah. I don't even smoke without my room, what would you write? Let the call you Thursday, did they see your juice back? Sipping on this hand dog, just trying to fit the end dog. Doing what I gotta do to stay her next to you, babe. I don't even smoke without my room, what would you write? Let the call you Thursday, did they see your juice back? Sipping on this hand dog, just trying to fit the end dog. I'm ready to roll on with you Just so I can roll out with you Been crushing for a long time on you Finally got some alone time with you I can tell that you've been drinking From the way you dancing But trust me when you tipsy I would never take advantage Girl, you stepping on my Jordan Spilling lean on me Put your arm around my shoulder, baby Lean on me You can lean on me Cause I'm a stand-up guy I can't let you leave You too drunk to drive And don't go with your friends Cause they fucked up too They can mess up that little Benz They can't fuck up you I don't care who you came with Uh-uh just try and be who you leave with. Uh-huh. So baby, take my hand. Watch me do my dance. Come hop in this way. I don't even smoke without my girl. What would you like? Let her call you Thursday. Let they see your juice back. Sipping on this hand dog. Just trying to fit the end dog. Doing what I gotta do to stay her next to you, babe. I don't even smoke without my girl. What would you like? Let her call you Thursday. 
Sipping on these skin dogs, just trying to fit the end dog. Doing what I gotta do to stay the next to you. Real talk. Switching and saving with GEICO is easy, so you're free to ponder life's big questions. Like if a person can get discombobulated, does that mean the rest of the time they're just like, combobulated? Are we humans always in a state of combobulation? Until of course something dramatic happens, and we are discombobulated for a while. Then we go back to being combobulated. Yeah, that's probably how that works. Switch and save with GEICO. It's easier than you think. Can you read? It's a ethnic issue more TV with your ass she ass.